Welcome to the latest Bova News series, World Dairy Expo Chats. I'm your host, Kim Bremer, and today I am visiting with Shelly Meyer. Uh, you are the most recent recipient this year at World Dairy Expo of the Industry Person of the Year. So first and foremost, congratulations, Shelly. Thank you. It is such a privilege and honor. Now, I think it's pretty fair to say that your name, Shelly Meyer, is synonymous with the dairy industry leadership in Wisconsin. Uh, PDPW, Professional Dairy Producers of Wisconsin, uh, was one of the things that you have pioneered. Can you talk to us a little bit about it? Well, I actually didn't pioneer it. I was just fortunate enough. There was a handful of dairy farmers that came together in 1992 and really, really, really bright people. And they asked me to do one project. So I think really the truth of the matter is I'm really slow at getting projects done because it's been 30 years. But the other part of the truth was as a, a fellow dairy farmer myself, I was just intrigued and felt so privileged to be able to hang around with some really, really, really smart people. And they've always set the direction for the organization. Um, again, looking at education and professional development as being the hitch pin to success. And they asked me to do some writing and marketing and some communications for them in the, at the very, very beginning. And after that, I got hooked on them, and we seemed like we hit it off pretty well. And I think it's fair to say that when I hear the word servant leadership, you are certainly a person that comes to mind. It's very, very, very um, easy to work with the people that you respect and that you love. And even... Uh, tonight or to talk about this um, event at World Dairy Expo, I feel like that spoiled kid that just walked into the show ring at the right time and someone handed him the halter of the very, very best cow at World Dairy Expo because the honor belongs to the founders of professional dairy producers, to the members of professional dairy producers, just like the success of the dairy industry belongs to every single farm family that makes an investment and makes the effort to make the product. I mean, we're all surrounded by the same brand. We're all part of one family. And so tonight, it's let's celebrate our accomplishments, not just um, as an organization, but for our people, let's celebrate it as a sector. And one of the other things that you've been really involved in uh, that helps showcase your passion for the dairy industry is the Dairy Innovation Hub. Now, this is the $7.8 million investment by the state of Wisconsin in dairy farming research and talent development at UW-Madison. UW-Platteville and UW-River Falls. I think it's safe to say you were a driving force behind that. Uh, what made you What made you want that so badly? It, actually, it was our board of directors that set, again, that that was a number one priority that we wanted to accomplish for myself because I believed in it so much. And for the professional dairy producers and the board that I work for, they worked about four and a half years on the whole concept and uh, making the connections and even writing part of the strategic plan. And we believed in it because our research and being able to, as a sector through our university research, unbiased research, being having the opportunity to discover bold new ideas that will solve tomorrow's problems is what's gonna help the dairy sector sustain and grow and continue to provide the best proteins, the best nutrition, and do it in the best way for our animals and our planet that's ever been known. And that research is the center of everything, absolutely everything. So it took, I think what's most exciting and most rewarding is it is the best example that I know during my time in the dairy industry of seeing everybody come together, pull together, need, want, and work together to accomplish a common goal that's gonna be bigger than all of us. 
This is going to make a difference, not only for the state of Wisconsin, but bringing the best minds to do research at a land-grant college and collaborate with two other universities that also are part of it, UW-Platteville and UW-River Falls, the ripple effect not only keeps Wisconsin um, really relevant in America's dairyland, but also around the world. And every, I believe it to the core of my being, that every single consumer will benefit from this. It is a big deal. So this will go down, if I would die tomorrow, um, I would leave being so proud of what we as a dairy community that often can't always agree on things, we did this together. It's cool. And let's talk about your family. You are also a farmer yourself. You and your husband still on the farm. You've had some great adventures that have come about in the past couple of years. Tell me about your farm. Um, often people ask, you know, why? Like, what is makes you feel so strong about what you do? And um, only um, second to my family, the farm is at the core of what I really love. I grew up on a dairy farm. My husband and I dairy on his home farm. There's a lot of history there. We live right next to our church. Our kids were a part of a community that had wonderful schools. Um, but it's it was our own individual dream, and it's really why we came together. We love cows. We love dairying. Uh, we milk a herd of registered Holstein and a herd of registered brown Swiss, of all things, beautiful cows. Um, and we live in a very urbanized area. There is nine subdivisions that are with an eye shot of our farm. And we certainly could have probably done things easier and maybe sold and moved out of there. But we feel that we have a special opportunity for the dairy sector and for our community to add value. And that is to help bridge the gap between where food comes from and where it ends up. So Meyer Farms Beef? Meyer Farms Beef, we used to sell a lot of breeding age bulls. And the industry really changed a lot. And we got to the point where facility-wise, we didn't have really a good place. It really takes kind of strong facilities to raise a lot of breeding age bulls. And we looked at what was around us. There's a lot of houses and a lot of people that want to know where the food came from. So we got licensed. We're licensed and inspected by the state of Wisconsin. We raise all of our bull calves and sometimes um, we'll even have an extra heifer that won't breed and some of that kind of stuff. And we um, sell only the top, our top products, but we sell at three farmers markets and then sell direct from the farm. And it has been a really great learning experience. While some people will say, oh my gosh, you know, the farmer's market. I will tell you, it is every weekend, it's hand-to-hand -hand opportunity to educate and to learn. I learn a lot at farmer's market. And uh, people come out to the farm, they see our calves, they see what we're doing. It's true life living transparently <laughs> when you have people coming right out to buy that steak and they're asking questions about the feed that you're putting through those animals, how much, you know, what time, care. And it's really helped us, um, for me anyway, I feel like I um, am even tighter to my community. And agritourism. Oh, my lanta. At our second farm, my husband, so we, we dairy on my husband's grandfather's homestead. And um, at the second farm, that's his grandmother's homestead. It was homesteaded by that family in 1853, and the barn dates back to 1853. It's all hand-hewed, and we restored that barn. It was one of the silliest business things we've ever done. The barn was valued at $600 when we started. And three years after the start of the restoration, we opened it up, and we do farm-to-table 
dinners there where a chef comes in, utilizes our beef and then vegetables and stuff from the farmer's market, our friends that also sell at the farmer's market. And we bring in live music and um, do horse-drawn wagon rides. Again, there'll be between 150 and 200 people that come to enjoy that. In addition, we host weddings and other life celebrations, like we've had funerals at our farm, um, parties, um, all sorts of things. Recently, we've been doing fundraisers for FFA and 4-H and conservation groups, all things that are part of our what's important to our family. Well, I think it's safe to say that uh, your award that you're getting this year at World Dairy Expo Industry Person of the Year is very well deserved, and uh, you are certainly a great advocate for the industry. I have been so fortunate to be um, able to be around really, really bright people, and they say that you're, uh, you have an opportunity because of the people that you hang around with. I was lucky that I had an opportunity to hang around with people that I respected and admired so much. Um, but that were the true definition of servant leaders. And this honor isn't mine. I am just the one that gets to go up there and pick up the blue ribbon. <laughs> well, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with us today, Shelly. We appreciate it. This wraps up our Bova News podcast for today. If you like what you heard, be sure to subscribe to Bova News on your favorite podcast subscription platform. Or find us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, and be sure to check out our website, bovanews.com, for more information and alerts on upcoming podcasts. This has been your host, Kim Bremer, and from everyone at Bova News, have a great day.